Hello everyone, I'm Darius Sulem from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Our industry insight sessions are an exploration of what is new and exciting in the life science industry. We hear directly from industry professionals about the latest and greatest developments that push the boundaries of what science can do when great minds tackle even greater problems. Today I'm speaking with Ritwika Biswas, a field scientist at Sino Biological. Ritwika joins us to explore the potential of regenerative medicine and the crucial role of cytokines in tissue repair and regeneration. Let's find out what exciting new industry insight Sino Biological can give us today. All right, hello, Ritwika. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Darius. Thank you for having me here. I'm going to jump into the first question if you are ready. So, what is regenerative medicine? Okay, so regenerative medicine is a field that holds tremendous promise to revolutionize the way we treat and heal injuries, diseases, and organ damage. It's all about harnessing the power of our body's own regenerative capabilities to restore function and promote healing. You see, our bodies are truly remarkable. They have an incredible ability to heal themselves, but sometimes, especially in the case of severe injuries or diseases, this natural healing process falls short. That's where regenerative medicine steps in, seeking to enhance and amplify the body's inherent healing mechanisms. And how does it aim to actually regenerate damaged tissues and organs? Well, it encompasses a variety of approaches, but one common strategy involves using stem cells. Stem cells are extraordinary cells that have the unique ability to develop into di different types of cells in the body. They can be coaxed into becoming specific cell types and tissues, making them a powerful tool for regeneration. Stem cells can be obtained from different sources, including embryos, adult tissues, and even reprogrammed skin cells. Once these cells are harvested, they can be guided to differentiate into desired cell types and transplanted into the damaged tissue or organ. Another fascinating aspect of regenerative medicine is the use of biomaterials and scaffolds. These materials provide a supportive structure for cells to grow and organize themselves while facilitating regeneration. They basically act as a framework, helping to recreate the intricate uh, architecture of the damaged tissue or organ. Additionally, regenerative medicine explores the potential of using cytokines, growth factors, and signaling molecules that play crucial roles in cell communication and tissue development. By harnessing these signaling mechanisms, um, researchers basically aim to stimulate the body's own repair mechanisms and create an optimal environment for regeneration. So you mentioned signaling mechanisms like cytokines. Could you explain the fundamental mm -hmm. role of cytokines in regenerative medicine in a little bit of more detail? Certainly. So cytokines play a fundamental role in regenerative medicine by serving as key signaling molecules that regulate the processes involved in tissue repair and regeneration. These small proteins are secreted by various cells in the body and act as messengers communicating and coordinating the complex interactions required for effective healing and regeneration. Fantastic. 
So can you discuss the, these intricate interactions between cytokines, cellular components, and signaling pathways, and how they collectively contribute to the healing and restoration of tissue? Yes, absolutely. So when tissue damage occurs, whether due to injury, disease, or other causes, the body's immune system responds by releasing cytokines. These cytokines communicate with different cell types like, for example, immune cells, stem cells, and resident cells in the damaged tissue. One of the primary functions of cytokines in regenerative medicine is to initiate and modulate the in inflammatory response. Now, inflammation is a natural defense mechanism that occurs in response to tissue damage, and it plays a critical role in early stages of healing. Cytokines released during inflammation attract immune cells to the damaged site, promote the removal of cellular debris, and stimulate the proliferation of various cell types involved in tissue regeneration. Cytokines also help in recruiting and active, activating um, stem cells. Cytokines act as signals that basically guide the stem cells to the site of injury or damage where they can participate in tissue repair processes. Moreover, cytokines are involved in angiogenesis, the formation of new blood vessels. Adequate blood supply is essential for tissue regeneration since it delivers oxygen, nutrients, and growth factors to the healing site. Now, cytokines promote the proliferation and migration of endothelial cell, cells, which are responsible for forming new blood vessels, thus facilitating the establishment of, a, of an efficient vascular network in the regenerative tissue. In addition to their role in the acute phase of tissue repair, cytokines also contribute to the resolution of inflammation and the transition to tissue remodeling. They help regulate the balance between the production of extracellular matrix components, such as collagen and their degradation by enzymes called matrix metalloproteinases or MMPs. This balance is critical for the formation of functional and structurally sound regenerative tissue. Now, researchers in regenerative medicine are actively studying cytokines to better understand their specific roles and interactions in different regenerative processes. Now, by harnessing the knowledge of cytokines functions, scientists aim to develop targeted therapies that can modulate their activity to enhance tissue repair and regeneration. Fantastic. So clearly cytokines are key in the regenerative process uh, in tissue. So you mentioned therapeutic approaches. What are some potential therapeutic approaches in regenerative medicine that utilize cytokines? And what are their specific applications? Okay, so one potential therapeutic approach that I can think right away is the direct administration of cytokines to the injured or damaged tissue. By supplying exogenous cytokines, scientists aim to boost the natural signaling pathways involved in tissue repair. For example, the administration of specific cytokines, such as transforming growth factor beta, TJ-beta, or vascular endothelial growth factor, or VEGF, has shown tremendous promise in uh, promoting wound healing and tissue regeneration in experimental studies. Now, another approach involves using biomaterials or scaffolds impregnated with cytokines. I already mentioned biomaterials and scaffolds before. Now, these biomaterials will serve as 
to localize delivery systems releasing cytokines at the site of injury or damage. This approach allows for a very controlled and sustained release of cytokines, ensuring a longer-lasting effect and minimizing potential side effects. Now, biomaterials loaded with cytokines have been explored in various applications like bone regeneration, for example, cartilage repair, and wound healing. Additionally, researchers are investigating the potential of genetically modified cells to produce and secrete cytokines. In this approach, cells are engineered to produce specific cytokines and then transplanted into the damaged tissue. The engineered cells act kind of like, they act like biofactories, continuously secreting cytokines to create a favorable microenvironment for tissue regeneration. And this technique holds uh, great promise for treating conditions such as cardiovascular diseases, neurodegenerative dis disorders, and muscle injuries. Apart from this, researchers are also exploring the use of cytokines to enhance the therapeutic potential of stem cells. Stem cell-based therapies are already a major focus in regenerative medicine, and the addition of cytokines can further enhance their regenerative properties because they can be used to prime the stem cells before transplantation, promoting the survival, migration, and differentiation into specific cell types. Now, this combined approach has shown promise in various applications, including cardiac regeneration and spinal cord injury repair. Now, finally, researchers are also investigating the use of cytokines in tissue engineering, which involves creating functional artificial tissues in the lab, which is pretty fascinating. And by incorporating cytokines into tissue engineering constructs, scientists aim to recreate the complex microenvironment required for successful tissue regeneration. And this approach holds great potential for generating tissues and organs for transplantation, ultimately addressing the critical shortage of organ donors. Uh, since we are talking about cytokines, I would like to mention that GMP-grade cytokines have been extensively studied and have shown promising potential for clinical applications in regenerative medicine, including tissue engineering. And for all the folks out there who might not be familiar with the term GMP, it stands for Good Manufacturing Practice, which is an umbrella term that ensures that the cytokines are produced according to strict quality control standards for use in clinical settings. Fantastic. Let's talk about the, these GMP-grade cytokines. What is the current state of research and the clinical applications of GMP-grade cytokines in regenerative medicine, particularly in the field of tissue engineering? So that's a great question. Um, in the field of tissue engineering, GMP-grade cytokines are used extensively to create a suitable microenvironment within tissue-engineered constructs, promoting cell proliferation, differentiation, and the formation of functional tissues. These cytokines play a crucial role in guiding cellular behavior and regulating the complex processes involved in tissue regeneration. Now, research studies have explored the use of GMP-grade cytokines in various tissue engineering applications. For example, in um, bone tissue engineering, cytokines such as bone morphogenetic proteins, or BMPs, have been used to promote osteogenic differentiation of stem cells and enhance bone regeneration. Similarly, cytokines like TGF-beta and fibroblast growth factor, or FGF, 
have been investigated for their potential in promoting cartilage regeneration in tissue-engineered constructs. In addition to their use in promoting cellular differentiation, GMP red cytokines have been utilized to facilitate the vascularization of tissue-engineered constructs. Cytokines such as BEGF have been incorporated into tissue-engineered constructs to promote the growth of blood vessels and improve their integration with the host tissue. So um, at Sino Biological, we offer GMP grade as well as research grade cytokines with an excellent safety profile that complies with good manufacturing practices um, with strict quality control and quality management systems. Now, um, even though GMP grade cytokines holds significant promise, it's very important to note that their clinical applications in tissue engineering are still being actively researched and refined every single day. Challenges remain, including optimizing the dosage and delivery methods and ensuring long-term stability and efficacy of the cytokines within the constructs. So let's talk about those challenges. In cytokine-based approaches for regenerative medicine, what are the challenges, what are the opportunities when it comes to optimizing dosage, targeted delivery, and balancing pro-regenerative and inflammatory responses? So in spite of all the great promises that cytokine-based approaches hold in regenerative medicine, there are several specific challenges uh, to address, like you, like you just mentioned. So let me start with the dosage optimization. Determining the appropriate dosage of cytokines is crucial for achieving the desired regenerative effects. Too little cytokine may not have a significant impact on tissue repair while too much can lead to unintended side effects and excessive inflammation. So researchers are exploring different strategies to optimize cytokine dosage. This includes understanding the dose-response relationship, uh, cytokine action kinetics, and determining the optimal timing of cytokine administration. Additionally, advancements in controlled release systems and biomaterial-based delivery platforms are being explored to ensure sustained and controlled cytokine release, minimizing potential adverse effects. Now, targeted delivery is another critical aspect of cytokine-based regenerative medicine. The precise delivery of cytokines to the intended site of injury or regeneration is essential to maximize their therapeutic effects while minimizing systemic exposure. Targeted delivery helps concentrate cytokines at the desired location improving their bioavailability and reducing potential off-target effects. Now, researchers are investigating various delivery methods to achieve targeted delivery of cytokines. These methods mainly include local injections, implantable devices, nanoparticles, hydrogels, and tissue engineering constructs. Each approach has its advantages and challenges, of course, and ongoing research aims to refine these delivery systems to enhance their efficiency, stability, and compatibility with the regenerative process. Now, the last thing that you mentioned was achieving the right balance between pro-regenerative and inflammatory responses, which is another key challenge. As you know, inflammation is a natural part of the healing process, but excessive or prolonged inflammation can impede regeneration and lead to tissue damage. It is crucial to modulate cytokine signaling to promote the appropriate inflammatory response that supports tissue repair while minimizing detrimental effects. So 
For this, researchers are exploring the complex network of cytokines involved in both pro-regenerative and inflammatory responses, and they aim to identify the specific combinations and timing of cytokines that can strike the optimal balance. Now, as with any scientific field, challenges also present opportunities. The optimization of cytokine dosage, targeted delivery, and the balance of pro-regenerative and inflammatory responses offer immense potential for advancements in regenerative medicine. By overcoming these challenges, we can improve the efficacy and safety of cytokine-based therapies and unlock new possibilities for treating various injuries, diseases, and organ damage. So like with any cutting-edge research, there are challenges, but of course there are opportunities like you mentioned. And so maybe just briefly mm -hmm. as a final question, maybe you can give us a quick outlook as to what the future might hold for regenerative medicine. So the potential of regenerative medicine is truly awe-inspiring. Imagine a future where we can regrow damaged organs, repair spinal cord injuries, or reverse the effects of degenerative diseases. It holds the promise of transforming healthcare and improving the quality of life for countless individuals. However, at this time, it's important to manage our expectations. While regenerative medicine offers tremendous potential, there are still significant challenges to overcome. Researchers and scientists are working diligently to address these issues as immune rejection, ethical considerations, and ensuring the safety and efficacy of these, no of these novel therapies. Well, thank you so much for your time and your insights, Ritwika. It was a real pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you very much, Darius. It was my pleasure to be here. If you want to learn more about Sinobiological and what they can offer researchers, such as GMP-grade cytokines for regenerative medicine, check out the links in this episode's show notes. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Industry Insights and that you'll tune in to future episodes where industry professionals, just like you, answer questions about their work and how their companies share science. Don't forget to subscribe.